Knock, knock. Who's there? 900 million credit score. <laughs> Not even possible? That's what we're talking about today. I'm Jason Christiansen, mortgage lender. Eric West, real estate agent. And I'm Tyler Kazare, real estate agent in Utah. Today we're talking about credit scores, guys. And we're going to talk about why credit scores matter and why they're important for getting a loan. We have a loan officer to, to set us all straight. And we're going to go through a couple different scenarios so that you have an idea um, and you can kind of plug in your own numbers and say, hey, I might be the same as this situation. But before we begin, I want to talk about a few different terms so that we're all talking about the same thing. So, Mr. Lender, sir, what is a credit score? What, is the, what does that mean? Is a number assigned to an individual or entity that gives a lender a bearing on how likely they are to repay debt. So boiling that down, are you gonna pay it back? Like if you borrow money, are Can you gonna you? pay it back? Can you? Are you likely right. to pay it back? So a low number, like I'm number one at paying back credit? <laughs> yeah, 280. 280 <laughs> is as low as it goes. Experian can give the lowest scores 280. It doesn't start at zero. So you can't have a one. It's good. 875. Yeah, not not that no. either. Eight fifty no. is as high okay, as it okay. goes. I do I do love it. When people, oh, that exact that happens to me all the time. I say okay, not all, huh? but most lenders will use a FICO score. Mm-hmm. And in in FICO, there's actually a mortgage rating. Most lenders right now mm-hmm. use FICO eight. I think it's what one they're using. And you don't know this as a lender, but that's what you're pulling as a mortgage rating, right? You don't right. say this is a FICO eight. Um, there's FICO 2 and FICO 5 and FICO 4. And so like for auto loans and personal loans and stuff like this. Okay. There's companies out there that people pay for that monitor your credit and will give you your FICO score. Mm-hmm. And then I pull a mortgage rating and the score is way lower. And they're like, no, I checked today and my FICO score was higher. Well, congratulations. Yes, it's a FICO score. It means nothing. There's a couple different areas um, that, are, that are involved in determining what a credit score is, right? Yeah. Um, so what are some of those areas, Eric? Well, probably one of the bigger ones is your payment history. I mean, cause like you said, the credit score is your likelihood that you're going to pay back this debt. Well, that in order, in order to have a score, you have to have some sort of history, don't you? Right. Yeah. But history of what, you know, like I hear people say that all the time, like you gotta have good payment history. Like, what does that mean? Like that you're paying on time, right? Right. So they're going to look. They monitor how many payments are made within 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, and 120 plus. Okay. You don't want any of those numbers. You want the payments on time. You yes. don't want any late, any lates. So you're going to need to have lines open mm-hmm. and have payments on time. There's a general rule an account needs to be open for six payments before mm-hmm. it's going to reflect positively on your credit. Right. Okay. So, and that's not six months, that's six payments. Yeah, six payments. And so that's one of the big ones with credit history. So then how does that relate into, say, credit age? So the longer the account's open, th- this is the best way I, I love to explain it. Like you got three friends, right? That's all I have. I only have two. <laughs> I was like, you have one more than me. So, so if you had, we'll call this guys like Experian TransUnion Equifax, but like you got three people and they're going to lend money and you walk up to them or like, if I walked up to you, you didn't know me from Adam, and I said, hey, dude, can I borrow some money? How much money are you going to lend me? Nothing. Nothing. What if I said, you know, Tyler, Tyler's your friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so 
I've been working with Tyler for like 10 years. He lends me 10 grand every month and I always pay him back. How much are you going to now? Well, because I know Tyler and I know he's good, I'd probably be willing to do something, but not 10 grand because I've never. So what if I'm borrowing from Tyler? Uh-huh. You know I'm borrowing from Tyler. Tyler lends me 10 grand a month and I've currently borrowed 10 grand from Tyler already. And you haven't paid it back yet. I haven't paid it back yet. And now you want to borrow 10 more grand from me. As much as I can. How much are you going to lend me? Yeah, probably not. Well, not probably so, going yeah, what if, so you what seem if, riskier. What if Tyler yeah, loans okay. me 10 grand a month and I owe him nothing? That means you've paid everything back. And I'm like, yeah. So how likely are you going to lend me money then? Yeah, a lot higher. So here's like, there's your history, utilization, credit age, mm-hmm. like just like that. But All people are things, like, yeah. yeah, people people think I'm going to get a credit card and I'm going to put a $300 limit on it because I don't want the thing to get stolen and run my balance. Well, yeah. the Fair Credit Utilization Act, I think, yeah. Fair Credit Reporting Act, some one of those acts back in the 70s says that if someone uses your credit and commits fraud, you're not responsible for it. The creditor is. Mm-hmm. So... Don't ever do that because what they do look at is this guy's willing to lend him 300 bucks. He's used all of the 300 bucks. I'm not going to lend him any money, even if they're good for like, you know, like a $20,000 line. Yeah. So what you want to do is like make your payments on time, but utilize your credit well. So I recommend. Yeah. I was going to say like, that's a big one because I've always heard from friends that like, Hey, the quickest way to build credit is to go max out your credit cards, but just don't be late on your payments. That's dangerous. Make your payment because that's showing the creditor, hey, I can have a maxed out credit card of 10 grand and never be late on a payment. Okay, so there's some wisdom there, right? So making your payment on time, is the only wisdom. Month, that's good. But the problem is you've got a maxed out credit, mm-hmm. right? That, that goes under credit utilization, right? So really you want to be... 30% or less. Well, and that Maybe. comes back to your perfect example of having three friends. If you borrow from him the $10,000, but you're only making $100 payments to him a month, and now That's you want to come borrow 10 grand from me, right? I'm looking at how many months is it going to take for me to get my 10 grand paid back, and you still owe him 10 grand. Right. right. You're making your payments on time, but that's it. Right. Yeah. So it's actually the tiers I've seen are 50, 30, 25. Okay. So if you want to really work the system, take your balance. Now, here's another thing they don't realize. So they say like, oh, I don't owe any of my credit cards. I pay it off monthly. Uh-huh. Well, that's not what your credit report says because your credit report is going to say the same things your credit cards bill you. Yeah. So if you get a statement and it says, hey, your balance is $5,000 and your minimum payment is $75, mm-hmm. that's what's going to go to the mortgage lender. So if you want to work the system – before your bill comes, you pay it down to 25% because you want to show that you're yeah. borrowing money. Right. So I have a 10 grand limit with Tyler. I haven't used it for a year. And I'm like, hey, can I borrow money? But you have, like, you in the past, you were good, but you haven't been doing anything. Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. But you're like, yeah, I borrowed 10,000 from him. I always make my payments on time. I only have $250 to him. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Tyler, how good is he? I'm like, oh, it's always making my payment on time. Yeah. Anyway, so stuff like that. So, when you get your bill, they update the credit bureaus, mm-hmm. so you can watch that. So don't pay it off to zero before you get your bill. No, because it right. needs to report. Pay it, pay it down to twenty five percent because then you've got the optimal utilization. Yes. and then before you are charged any interest, pay it to zero. Yeah, so, so once get you get your, your bill, bill, 
pay it to zero. And then you can go back up, use it what it's, what you need to, and right. pay it back down. But you have to let it hit and actually report. Yeah. Otherwise, if you pay it off before your bill, you're you just anything, yeah. you're mm-hmm. the, the re- you're only seeing oh look this guy's at zero. Yeah. yeah. Every month. And then contrary to what Dave Ramsey says, I say get two credit cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two. You could get three maybe, but get two. Get rewards cards. Because they're going to give you cash back or Sky Miles or something and use them for everything. Well, and you just start – I mean the big thing is understanding what you're paying and know that you still owe that money. Mm-hmm. But pick something like um, – I know for us, like I take – I have my two cards. One is just fuel. Mm-hmm. That's all I use yes. it on. Mm-hmm. And the other one is um, food. That's all we use it on. And those are the two things that we use because we know that we're going to spend about this much each month each month, and we're going to spend it anyway. Yeah. And yeah. any like fun things, we save up and then purchase those differently. That way we're building credit on things that we know we're planning on buying every month anyway. And you can pay off entirely because mm-hmm. it doesn't do you any good to make 1% when you're paying 21. If that yeah. is a good idea to you, I'll lend you money personally. Yeah, <laughs> I'll give you one percent back for every twenty yes. percent you get. Yes. Yeah. So there's actually one more thing I want to talk about there, and it's types of credit, right? Because there's a difference between a credit card or so-called revolving credit. Yes, yes. And then like a fit, like a car loan or a fixed uh, or a closed, closed end, end loan, right? So what's better? What do I want? And if I'm trying to, let's say I'm trying to build my say, credit. Yeah. Say you're in one. the lower end, and you're, you know, you've had some stuff happen. You're trying to get back on your feet. And you want to get back in good standing and have, you know, that 765 or 760. How do you get that up there? Revolving credit is the quickest way to influence your score. Okay. Right. The reason is this. If I say, hey, I want to borrow five grand Mm -hmm. and I'll pay it back. And you say yes. At that moment, I've shown some credit worthiness. I have not exercised any constraint like the marshmallows, right? Mm -hmm. They give me five marshmallows. I'm going to eat them. Done. But if I say, give me five marshmallows, I'll eat one at a time slowly. You're like, oh, you have restraint. Mm-hmm. I'm like, maybe, maybe no, just this month I'll take two. This month I'll take three. Like you, you're getting a new credit line of, like in like regards every, to every investors. Month. Every yeah. month, okay. every yeah. month you're showing I can manage my finances Yes. every month. Versus like once I got an auto loan and I'm paying it off. Once I got a student loan and I'm paying it well, off. Well, is it good to have multiple lines? Do you want to go have a car loan, even if it's a low, smaller, dark car loan, as well as revolving? Or should you just focus on the revolving? And I mean, if you need a car, that's one thing. But if you right. already have a car, exactly. right. there's no exactly. sense on going and getting another payment. So the different types of that. credit affect your score like 10%. Right. Having a good... Profile of payment history is like 35%. So yeah, it'd be great. And if you have an expense that requires a fixed closed end line of credit, get it. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people say, you know, take a a small loan out on your car and then pay it back slowly. Yeah, it'll make a difference. But it's like this compared to credit cards like this. Gotcha. Which makes sense now that you explain it that way of it's like getting a new loan every month. Yeah. It's just better. Yes. Well, and the last one, especially when it's coming up with the lenders and getting your home approved, is number of inquiries. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. So, yes. 
Like, because that's 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 a big one that, and, and also between actual inquiries and like hard pulls. Yeah. Too, oh, because yeah. that's another one. What's a soft pull versus a hard pull? Okay, yeah. so soft pulls don't show, and a soft pull says, "Hey, where are all those accounts at? Like, how much does he owe?" And lenders will do this near the end to make sure that there's no new no new lines of credit, or they haven't maxed out a card. We're not now, actually inquiring for a score. Does it show up like if somebody is constantly checking their credit on their favorite website, and no. doesn't it show up as, "Hey, this." pinged it or this looked at it, it doesn't affect their score but doesn't show up so what if it's on there it affected it so an inquiry will be a hard pull so they're okay. checking credit scores um and, and here's the thing so just like if i asked you mm-hmm. hey can i buy a house and then i asked you hey can i buy a house mm-hmm. and you guys talk to each other and i've done this reasonably in a, in a reasonable amount of time in 30 days You'd be like, oh, he's buying a house. Mm. But if I say, hey, can I buy a house? Can I buy a car? Can I buy a diamond ring? How about some furniture? And I do this all at the same time. You'd be like, uh, how many new accounts are coming? Yeah. How much are they going to give gotcha. the guy? So I'm borrowing 400000 for a house, and I'm buying 50000 for a car, and I'm going to borrow 10000 for a diamond starts ring. starts dinging 20000 for yeah. Yeah, can I bankrupt and, and myself? Two thousand for a trip to Mexico, one way ticket. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. so that's something to think about when you start looking to buy a house, which is one of the reasons before you are ready. When that thought pops in your head, to I, I'm thinking about maybe wanting to buy a house. You come talk to yeah. two agents and a lender, who are going to prepare you to get ready for that, so you can start looking at, okay, this is where I'm at on this, this is where I'm at on this, but you do it smart so you don't get nailed and then all of a sudden you can't buy the house because you went and did all of these other things where if you had a better plan or strategy, you would be fine. Exactly. Yeah, ultimately it's about establishing a pattern and demonstrating that pattern of good use of credit to a lender, somebody who is going to lend you money, um, especially for a large expense, like a house, for example. Um, so let's talk about a couple of uh, different examples, right? Let's take a few because everybody knows, oh, well, my credit scores may be here. So let's talk uh, about a couple. Know, like, of different I've got ones. a good score. It's 580. Yeah. Well, let's, yeah, let's talk about that. So is 580, let's take an example and let's say that we have um, Mike who has a, a credit score of 580, right? And Mike, our credit, hey, Mike. Mike, uh, 580, right? Mike comes in and he says, hey, I want to buy a house. Yeah. How likely is Mike to get? A, a loan on that. Not house. very likely. In the Why traditional not, sense. Well, here's the yes. thing, actually, and this is kind of frustrating because FHA states that if you have a 580 or more, FHA will insure your loan. Okay. So lenders should lend on it, right? Well, yeah. Why not? Because <laughs> lenders have a brain. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, because it's their investments. Yes. Right. They, they need, you're not so, very likely to pay it back or you have issues. The Department right. of Housing and Urban Development, which has a sub agency of the federal housing mm-hmm. administration mm-hmm. says based on everything this is what lenders are okay lending on mm-hmm. now lenders have a scorecard that they keep and they share amongst themselves saying who forecloses and why right. so there's a super steep fall off at 660 hmm. so interest rates will jump 
when you drop under 660. Right now, it's a little bit different because of the pandemic that's going on. Yes. 680 is kind of the tier of where interest rates bump up. But there's going to be a point, regardless of when you're borrowing, where the general consensus sees a fall-off, an incline in foreclosure. And at that point, it's going to get more expensive because it's a higher risk. Right. So could Mike get a loan? It's a it's a remote possibility. Yeah, I'm sure if there's he a gets a loan, there. though, the characteristics of that loan are going to be a pretty high interest rate. Yep. And a lot of curtailments on that yeah. loan. Like, well, so even like this is a really good one because FHA, you minimum down payments three and a half percent. This is everybody knows this easy, right? Sure. <clears throat> but you drop down into those lower credit scores, and they start asking for assurances. Guarantees. So, yeah. So still three and a half percent. No. No? They're five start, and a half? It's up to the lender. I will not lend at five eighty. But it's very common to say, yeah, we'll lend, but you need ten percent down, twenty percent down. Right. Because you're such a big risk. The the and realistically, let's play that through. If Mike gets a house, mm-hmm. get, sorry, gets a loan, mm-hmm. he had to put up fifteen percent or ten percent or whatever it is. More the reason normal. the reason that is is because more than likely, Mike's going to end up in some trouble in the future and somebody's going to have to repossess that house. Exactly, because at that, at that in that range of score, you have derogatories. Someone has already said, where's my money? He's, I, don't I, know. I don't know, and I'm not paying you back. Right. So now you've got a $200,000, $300,000, well, look, a, a, a number that is going to be painful to try to recover and he just let's talk really quickly to a major financial speaker dude who says you can get a loan with no credit score with a with a no credit score which is true you're going to document alternate lines of credit yes you're going to have a higher interest rate and you're going to have a manually underwritten loan so you're going to be tracking down utility bills cell phone bills something yes. where the lender is still going to need to document that you have credit worthiness, even though you don't have a traditional score, it can be done. It's expensive. I recommend against it. Well, and that's the big thing. Like you said, like we're speaking in the traditional sense, the majority of it out there, you know, as real estate agents there, that's the beauty of real estate is like you can, there's so many ways to buy a house. I mean, there's, there really is, and we can help you find those ways, but Anytime it gets more tricky and harder, the costs go up because it's typically because it's slightly riskier. You don't have this, you don't have this, you don't have this, which is why if you can qualify for all these wet things through a lender, it's the cheapest way of doing it. Um, and, And sometimes the easiest way as well. Easiest, cheapest. And so, I mean, that goes up to the next thing of, you know, if, if we're working with the lender and you tell, you advise this client to do a few things and in three months their score bumps up a little bit or four months, what's the next level? I mean, if they get to 620, now where are they at? It gets better. So yeah. I won't, I currently in this market right now, I still don't lend at 620. I'll lend mm-hmm. at 640. Things get better at 660. Things get lots better at 680. And it's interesting because FHA works in 40-point tiers. Mm -hmm. Conventional works in 20-point tiers. So as far as interest rates go, Mm -hmm. you're going to get the best rate for conventional at 740 and above. FHA is 720 and above. But um, 
So that's where you're 680 because you go to the 720 to the 680, mm-hmm. 680 to 640, 640. I just don't play that game anymore. 640 to 580, right? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but it, then if you're looking at mortgage insurance, it tops out at above 760. So, right. So actually, so let's ignore Mike for a minute. Okay. And let's go to Amanda, who now has, a, we'll say, a 640. Okay. okay. So, okay. so kind of in that mushy zone. She yeah. can play. She can play. She's going to get a loan. Yeah. Probably going to get a loan. Yeah. Is she going to have as high of interest rate as Mike? Pro- probably not. But is she going to have a, a, a really good, the ones we see advertised on oh I-15 when we drive by, is she going to have a, a 2.9% or a 3.2% or whatever it is that's on the freeway these days? Yeah, no. It's not going to happen, right? Mm, yeah, because it's risk. Because it, it's risk commensurate with, or the, uh, the rate is commensurate with the amount of risk that they're taking, that the lender's taking. Okay, so let's let's leave Amanda behind. Okay, uh, let's go to Steve now, who's at a seven. We'll say seven forty because I don't want to kind of. We'll save something for later. Okay, okay. so seven forty. Steve's got a seven forty. Now, what kind of loan are we looking at? Well, here's an interesting thing. So, side note: the Federal Housing Administration was uh, brought about in the fifties after the Great Depression because there was this huge right. housing mm-hmm. foreclosure thing. Tons of, and they are supposed to incentivize lenders to give loans to uh, facilitate homeownership. Right. The, the purpose. So they'll take a lower credit score at a higher mortgage insurance premium to offset the risk. Basically, that means it's more expensive because the homeowner is going to be paying a higher More expensive insurance. in the long run, in the, in, the, in the sum total. Yes. So someone would actually, mm-hmm. like with a 740 credit score, could have a higher interest rate than someone with a 680 credit score. But the mortgage insurance is going to be higher than 680. Yeah, mortgage insurance at the 720. And they'll balance themselves, but they they balance the risk, but the payment is still going to be higher for somebody. Yeah, the payment's going to be higher. Yes. Yep, with a lower credit score. Okay, so so now let's take Mary, who's just a a rock star when it comes to credit. Okay. She's got like a a 791 uh, or whatever. Dude, Mary's like an 80 year old lady, she's going to have like an 803. Okay, she'll have an 803. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so Mary, uh, whatever, Wilma, I don't know. I'm trying to think of an old lady. I don't know. But anyway, uh, she's got a uh, uh, barking at 800 credit score. Yeah. Okay. So now the difference is she's not going to pay a high interest rate, and she's also not going to pay a high mortgage insurance premium. Right, right. She's going to be awesome. If any, Seven, if, 760 yeah. all the way up to 834. <laughs> there you go. Well, so there's another one. You know, like somebody comes and says, "Well, uh, I've got an 850 credit score." That's not even possible. We said we already talked about it. on some of the credit scales. It's not even possible. Yeah. Um, but is there really any benefit above you know 780? You know, is there a benefit to having an 820 credit score versus having a, a 780 credit score? 761, 760. Yeah, 761. In lending, no. But like. It's like when you pass the level and you get like the three stars out of the three stars in the video game. <laughs> there you go. You yeah. just feel good inside. It's true. And yeah. if you want to get there, like come talk to me. We can we can play this game. That's the thing you need to realize. Like, yeah, this is a game. There's rules to the game. If you play by the rules, you can win the game. You so, don't have to play by the rules. You don't have to play the game. Yeah. Well, but if you want a loan, it helps. So there's a lot more to credit than just the number you see on the internet. Yes. Yeah. Yes, a lot more. And if you want to get that number higher, you can hire a credit ninja 
who won't charge, who will not charge no. you a dime because he can't afford. <laughs> <laughs> and like, there's all the ones on the internet that say, hey, hire me, I'll fix your credit for you. They're going to do the exact same thing that Jason's going to do, but they're going to charge you a lot more for it. Actually, they probably won't do as I mean, he job does, as he does like does. crumble cookies and tacos and yeah, you, know, you can you can yeah. Jimmy John's maybe. We'll hey. help you repair your credit for tacos. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. There you go. We'll, yeah. We can make a shirt. We'll fix All credit right. for tacos. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> you do have to be applying for a mortgage loan. I can't pull your credit unless you're applying for a mortgage loan. There's I'm regulated. There you but yeah. There you go. Okay, guys, what did we learn? Well, my key takeaway is that if you want to increase your credit score, you should have two credit cards that you are making payments to regularly. And remember that there's five plus things that affect your credit score and having a good lender help you understand which ones those are and if you need any help, he can help you. It's important to know that on your revolving lines, the amount you're using of the amount available impacts your score. Like, comment, and subscribe and your credit score will go up a million points. What's the importance of a credit score? It's more important than the color of the suit. Every like is worth 50 points to your credit score. No, we, we do that in the end. <laughs> <laughs> that was, sorry, I like I, Fords and Ficos. <laughs> anyway, four letter words. <laughs> Five days. You guys remember the Blockbuster commercials? It should be more four letter F words. <laughs> Um, hey, what's this guy's credit score? That's hey, what's this guy's credit score? Hey, what's this guy's credit score? Hey, what's this guy's credit score? Hold on. Oh, my God. How are you doing? I'm remember. Very good. I'm so proud of you. Yes. I'm remember. I started thinking when you start going. That's me. Okay. Remember that it's good to have more than one friend to borrow from. What? <laughs> So annoying. <laughs> All right, guys. No, you're not doing it. He's doing it. You always do it. Remember, you, you just complained. Yeah. Help with? They can cut. Yeah. I didn't know. I got lost. <laughs> He's busy talking about his pipes. Now. I know. He right. pipes. Help you understand those ways. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> It's two, two credit cards. <laughs> okay. You're on your side. It can help you understand. I can't look at you guys. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> I'm not going to look. <laughs> okay, guys. What we learn? Remember that the others... <laughs> but having inquiries by a freaking heck. <laughs> You guys did so good. You had good. like six opportunities to perfect this in your mind. I know, but it was just in my mind. <clears throat> okay.